there's absolutely no way in a million years I would be on telly if I hadn't have done that apprenticeship at Black & Decker. No way. When I first started and I told a lot of my friends that I'm going to do a plumbing apprenticeship, it was sort of the case of why would you want to do that? You're just going to be unblocking toilets and that kind of thing. I think the, the idea of it is wrong. I think people don't actually know what it is. What I can, I think, say safely for someone who's done an apprenticeship in the British Army is that they also get those life skills. We need skills and learning for everybody. And if you just look at those school leavers and say, not everybody wants to go to university, uh, so we should have more apprenticeships. Actually, at school, engineering was just as much for girls as it was for boys. I think I learned so much more at work than I do at university. Um, so I'm in my third year of my degree, and I can honestly say that you will never match the kind of learning on the job aspect. Welcome to All About Apprenticeships, brought to you by the HomeServe Foundation. I'm Georgie Frost, and coming up, the BBC, Sky, PA Media and ITV, some of the world's biggest media organisations. But did you know they also offer some of the country's largest apprenticeship schemes? It's not just the glamour of broadcasting, though, but at the BBC, for example, apprentices can be found across the whole of the business. Now, you can see why apprentices would want to be a part of it, but what's in it for these big broadcasters and news outlets? Well, a little later, we'll be hearing the views of Eleanor Gregory, an assistant news editor at ITV News, who came through an apprenticeship scheme at ITN. But first, Mark Waldron is the editor of the Portsmouth News newspaper. They've just recruited three new apprentices, including budding sports journalist Pepe Lacey. Welcome to you both. Mark, I'm going to come to you first. Why apprenticeships? Why not recruit via the more tried and tested, trusted traditional journalism routes, by which I mean university graduates? Why not go down that route? Hello, Georgie. Um, great question to kick off on. And, you know, f- for us, I think it's it's two things, really. One is is looking at the diversity of our newsroom. And the second thing is is understanding that there are a lot of people out there, a lot of budding journalists who will be at different stages of their own education. And, uh, you know, at the, for, for the news, we've not always gone down the graduate route. And, you know, that's something I say to to, to most people who are coming through and, and, and looking to us for careers advice is that we don't specifically look at graduates. So we, we quite often take people through from college courses, um, NCTJ recognised qualifications. So we've always we've always looked to take people you know, on, on any route that they've come through where they've got a, a, a journalism background. But yeah, we've expanded that even further now. And I think it's just looking at, as I say, that there's a, there's a large pool of talent out there. There'll be some people who would have gone through college, some people who would have wanted to go to university and, and have come out that way. But there'll be other people who just want to get their foot into the door and, and learn as they go along. And the apprentice route just offers us a, an ideal opportunity to bring people in who, who just have that love and passion to be in this journalism game. And, and we can train them up and we can provide them with the backing and the support they need while they, they, they come and join us in the newsroom. You spoke about diversity, Mark. Why does it matter so much for news? Because it does matter, but why, why, in your view, is it so important to have a diverse newsroom? Because we are here to um, give a voice to our communities and reflect what's happening in, in our communities. And I think if, we, if, if the newsroom was ran by, by a, a same group of people who 
had the same background and had the same ideologies and the same training, I think we'd have a very jaundiced view of actually what's happening in our communities. So, so by recruiting locally, which is something else we also look to do, recruit, recruiting people at, at various stages of, say, in education and their age, I just think that the, the wider spectrum of interests and knowledge and ages and background and ethnicity that we can have in our newsroom, we're more likely to, to know what our readers are thinking about and what our whole community thinks are important rather than just very narrow defined uh, view of life. So apart from diversity, apart from passion, obviously, for, for the industry, what are the skills that you're looking for that an apprenticeship delivers? It's, it's largely to do with that, that passion. And that's, that's something that, you know, in all the time I've been involved in, in recruiting is, is looking for that spark, looking for people who you can tell they really, really want to do this. And they've applied their, their selves. So, you know, they, they might have set up their blog or they might have worked for their or, or, or written for their school, college, university newspaper. Or they might have gone out and, 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 and covered things in their spare time or, or sent things into to the local broadcast uh, media or, or, or print media. So really at, at that, that level, it's just trying to, to, to find somebody who you think, actually, they, they really, really want to do this. And that will get them through most things because I say we can provide them with the experience, we can provide them with the formal training. But if you've got people like Pepe, as you'll, you'll know when you talk to him in a minute, who just have this enthusiasm in abundance to, to really make a go at this and really enjoy it, and, and you know you couldn't ask for that. So yeah, you have you know basic social skills, being able to know that there's somebody who's going to be confident talking to people, asking people, questioning people, meeting people from all walks of walks of life. So yeah, you, you need somebody who's who's confident and you feel and you feel comfortable that you could put them in front of people. But I think that the general thing is, is I think you can really tell from talking to people um how much they're that they're really into this into, into journalism. All right, Pepe, what did you say? Do you really want this? You must have done because you got um, you got the position. What well, did you say? When I saw the application go out I thought, oh it was 18 to 24 year olds and I'm only 18. So I thought oh, I'll give it a go, but I wasn't expecting much because I'm obviously at the youngest uh, age bracket for the category. So I went for it and it was, I just said what I want to do and what I've done before and just explain that how enthusiastic I am to become a sports journalist and be a football commentator and be on the TV when I'm older. That's something that I've wanted to do since probably the age of 13, 14. And I've had that just desire just to push on and get to where I want to be. And when this application came up, I just was myself and more than anything, because I knew what I was capable of and what I can mm. do. And then yeah, I got an email back saying, yeah, we want to give you an interview. And then again, I was just myself. I was enthusiastic. I was just saying how much I wanted this job and how much it would benefit me in the future. And but then I was down to like the final two and then it was, you have to write a story and whoever basically writes the best story uh, gets the job. And luckily within three days, I found out that I got the job. So I was more than ecstatic to um, get it because like Mark said, it's, yeah, like Dying Mark said, to, it's to get a foothold in the industry. And that's, um, what was the story? It was obviously about Portsmouth Football Club. So, um, um, Mark, my boss, Mark, um, he just sent me over a couple of quotes from the manager about the transfer uh, transfer window, and then um, 
just write a 400 word story about that based off the quotes and um yeah luckily it was good enough to um get the job so yeah more than happy to um and I'm still still can't quite believe that I'm got the job to be honest but well congratulations did you consider the alternative path like if you hadn't spotted this apprenticeship scheme and you hadn't gone for it you know at tender age of 18 had you considered going to university or doing another route into journalism because journalism clearly mm. was what you want um, to do it's difficult because I just recently left college and I was in a bit of a not mixed not mixed head but I was just I was gonna do the NCTJ at Highbury anyway but as like a full-time thing rather than part of this apprenticeship where it's just one day a week but I was still like do I want to do that or do I want to take a gap year take a year out and then see where I am next year and I was in two minds really and then um when this came up it was sort of like a new piece of life really I was like yeah I've now got something that I really want to do because the NCTJ at Highbury I was a bit like oh it's just really of a filly year just to like get a couple a bit more qualifications and I wasn't really too like enthusiastic about it it was just to fill that year and I'd pretty much be in the same place I would be this time next year as I am now so I felt like it, I wouldn't really achieve much but then I was always also thinking university but because I'm a more practical person I like to I like to be out filming I like to do podcasts I like to do this that and the other I'd rather do an apprenticeship rather than go to university because at college I did a UAL or a BTEC which was more hands-on and more coursework, which I really enjoyed doing because I'm just a more practical person, basically. I just like to get on a camera or go on my phone just to film something and do an interview. Like I did so many interviews with people like the Portsmouth chairman um, a couple of months ago, which for a college student is quite big to arrange an interview for my final project like that. So it's, um, yeah, I'm just a more practical person. And then I'd always wanted to do an apprenticeship over university but again the door was never closed for university but the apprenticeship here now is that's literally perfect for me and what I want to do so yeah yeah if half the battle of sports broadcasting is having enough to say Pepe you are well on your way fantastic chatting there my goodness me no problems Mark I can see I can see why I can see why he's passionate isn't he um but it was uh, Pepe did mention there Mark that so much about this profession, journalism, is about just getting your foot in the door, isn't it? It is. It is. And that's why I touched on earlier, always encouraging people that, you know, if if you if you want to get ahead of the rest, then you need to apply yourself and you need to show show some yeah, fortitude as regards putting yourself out there, getting yourself known, get, getting work experience, you know, very old fashioned, but, you know, work experience gets you the chance to get into a newsroom. And, and find out what it's like and, and get a few bylines together. But it is because you, you get so many you know, good people coming out with a qualification that, you know, on that level, they're all of the, of, the, of the same place. So you are looking for something different. And if you found somebody who has, who has say, written something or, or, or done some experience or, or, or been somewhere, set up their own website, whatever it is, you know that they've actually applied themselves a bit more and that just gives them that that little bit of head and shoulders start which can get their foot in the door as you say and um you know once your foot's in the door you know the, the world is, is is your oyster there and the great opportunities um can await you if you keep on applying yourself and learning 
as you go along. Absolutely. Um, Mark, we heard from Pepe's point of view, his perspective of the recruitment process. Uh, tell us yours. You know, How do you make sure you're getting the right apprentices? You, I mean, we, we set it up really as a, you know, as a simple process. We didn't want to make it too um, too time consuming or, or too frightening for people. So we just said to people, you know, at the start, just just write to us in, in whatever it was, 200, 300 words and tell us why this is right for you, why you want to become and have been apprenticed for the news. So, you know, that that sets the bar a certain way where you can you can read through those and and and, and look at writing skills and ability but also look, look at you know the, the different stories of why people want to be involved in it and then we we went through as Pepe says we went through a, a fairly simple interview process so I think just by having you know quick conversations with people again you can find out a bit more about them and find out you know is this right for them do they do you think they can fit into the newsroom do, do you think they'll, they've got the confidence to, to survive in a newsroom and then with you know, as, as Pepe said, with him, we, we, we took it a step forward and said, right, okay, this is a final clincher. Um, write, us a, write us a news report and we'll have a look at that. So, you know, we, we kept it fairly gentle because we know that a lot of these people are at the beginning of their learning stages. So we weren't looking for, you know, high aspirations. But, you know, just, just through that, we, we, we were confident that we were finding the right people who can come on this journey with us. And, you know, they, they will learn, they will do well, they'll apply themselves. And we will give them the skills and the support they need to, to, to get them through the next 18 months. Pepe, what skills are you hoping um, to develop during this time? Just not basic journalism skills, but in a way, sort of basic, but not basic, more advanced. I know uh, some basic stuff like how to conduct an interview and this, that and the other. But just with the training as well, um, it's helping me with learning shorthand, court of law, um, video journalism so the um training that comes with the apprenticeship i'm i'm learning um all kinds of journalism like i said earlier like um the video journalism aspect and it's just um getting more advanced skills and techniques that i'm not too not 100% on and there was a process before i when i found out i got it it was what uh training do I need which was very helpful because they were able to narrow down what I needed to improve on and what I needed help with the most so I think I just want to develop all the journalism skills so when the 18 months is up here I can then either go somewhere else with the skills and the knowledge or develop my work here because I'll be only I'll only be 19 20 when I leave or when the 18 months is up so I'd still be young and I'd still be even willing to learn because even in a different environment it would be new you know I'd have to adapt to something different and something new so yeah it's um I just want to get all the advanced journalism knowledge and skills in the industry so I'm ready to go out in the big world when that time comes so Mark so young, so young. Um, you recruited three new apprentices, not just Pepe, but what do their career paths look like? So it's it's just given them all that basic knowledge. I mean, it's such an exciting profession to be in, you know, more so when, you know, you can tell from me that in my day it was a notebook and a pen and, uh, you know, go back and write something on the trusty typewriter. So, you know, the, the fact that the, the, this fast-paced wonderful industry we're in it does involve 
writing it involves shooting video it involves filming yourself to camera it's, it involves you doing comment analysis expert pieces um you know you're writing across different media you're taking control of your social channels you're, you're being out there you're being seen as, as the voice for pompey there's so much to learn and so much of it is, is fast-paced and dynamic and that's what we've got to do is just to show people this is the world that we operate in at the moment you know every, every second's a deadline there's so many opportunities to get your content out there in so many different forms and that's what we'll be concentrating on with the with the apprentices of of, of open their eyes to 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 what life is like in in journalism but also giving them that that background of you know here's how to construct stories and and here's how you you know you know you write things legally sound and ethically correct so we, we can give all that background as well and i think between us and our training partners with with hybrid college we can you know it's just that perfect blend that the apprentices give of that real hands-on skills plus that that classroom training which is so important to give people everything that underpins what they do on a day-to-day basis Mm, just listening to you there mark just thinking about how much this industry has changed over the social media and seo and all that business goodness me but what a marvelous career it is. Let's hear from Eleanor Gregory now. She's an assistant news editor at ITV News and began her career in the media on an apprenticeship with ITN. As an apprentice, there was some pressure to be able to deliver uh, and be able to contribute from the get-go. Um, I, I sort of split this into two uh, ways of pressure, both person uh, personally, uh, the pressure to deliver your personality across uh, but then the pressure to deal with the actual job. So in terms of sort of personally, you know, there's a pressure to be able to make good first impressions, um, especially with the, the apprenticeship I went through. ITN is made up of Channel 5 News, Channel 4 News, ITV News and ITN Productions. So I constantly had to make good uh, first impressions to be able to show them that I had a really good skill set to show them why I had been chosen to be an apprentice for them. Um, and essentially to be able to deliver for them constantly. So there was pressure in that sense, um, you know, for me to sort of personally showcase myself, really. And then you look at the job side of it. Now, news, you know, it is very high intensity. um, It's constant, it never sleeps. Um, And essentially there was a little bit of pressure to obviously, you know, to be able to deliver, obviously on the day news, but then to be able to contribute um, your own stories, your own ideas, your initiatives, your suggestions, and that's what they want, especially in TV. You know, they want those ideas. They need something fresh. And um, and that's why, obviously, I was, you know, sort of chosen to be part of this apprenticeship. So, yeah, there was a great deal of pressure. But that doesn't mean that should, um, you know, deter you from ever going for anything that is high pressured. It works. Um, you need to be in a high pressured environment to be able to learn from it and adapt. So I started out at ITN as an apprentice, being able to go through the different newsrooms. So ITV, Channel 4 and Channel 5 News. Um, And then I stayed with Channel 5 News. They gave me um, a job as an assistant news editor uh, where I was on the desk. And I also did a bit of guest getting. I did a bit of self-filming and a little bit of things for digital as well. Um, and more recently, uh, especially over the, the course of the pandemic, um, I was planning Channel 5 News' programmes as well, which is just a fantastic opportunity. And it's definitely um, set my, my journalistic career into a really good path. Um, and more recently, in the last couple of weeks, I have joined ITB at National News as an assistant news editor. And the apprenticeship prepared me massively for it because I got to know the people in all of the departments, um, 
ahead of actually getting a job there. Um, I was able to learn how newsrooms work. Um, I was also able to learn like the people within the newsrooms. You know, it's not just reporters on screen. It's cameras. It's news editors. It's program editors. It's assistant program editors. It's digital. It's guest getters. It's everything. You know, doing my apprenticeship has definitely set me in stone for where I want to be. Um, and it's definitely helped get to where I am now. Without the apprenticeship, I don't think I would be in, in the position I am now. And I think that the fact that I haven't gone to university, I haven't spent masses amount of money um, on on a course where you're not actually doing anything necessarily hands on, you know, constantly five days a week. I have an apprenticeship that is valued, that has given me those opportunities and I'm getting paid for it as well. Um, I don't think apprenticeships are appreciated as, as much as they should be. Um, you know, I feel like anyone um, you know, who's got any sort of doubts about um, apprenticeships or even doubts about going to university should consider going down the apprenticeship route because I did it. Um, you know, I didn't go to university. I spared myself on. I worked hard for the 18 months, got paid for it, moved down to the city. And here I am now working for a national news broadcaster. What What more could you want? I think it is really important to speak to people speak to young people especially about apprenticeships whether they're considering a career change or even just thinking and talking about future career prospects they should always consider an apprenticeship I feel over the years um apprenticeships have had a lot of stick and I feel like they're very underrepresented Uh, you know the there are remarks um over the years where people think that apprentices aren't aren't as clued up or aren't as knowledgeable as someone who would go to university. And it is not the case at all. I wish when I was in secondary school that I was encouraged to go for an apprenticeship. It wasn't the case at the time. It was always university um, and instant job prospect afterwards. And to me, I felt pressurised to be able to, to do well, to be able to show you know, I can get really good grades and go to university and show something for myself. Um, and an apprenticeship at that point was a fallback. That was something that wasn't really heard of at the time. And I'm not talking, you know, years and years ago. I'm only 24, so I didn't finish school that long ago. Um, and I think essentially everyone, even young people or even, you know, people who are a little bit older and, you know, want a career change, everyone should consider an apprenticeship. There are so many pros to this. For a start, money money is massively helpful um, you know, to anyone, and especially a young person these days. Going to university, obviously, you know, you are having to pay for fees, but obviously you get loans, etc., and you do have that student life. But with an apprenticeship, you're actually being paid instantly for what you're doing in most cases. Um, and the second thing, essentially, is you are able to to be able to showcase your skill set there and then, you know, when you're able to show what you can develop over, you know, 12, 18, 24 months, whichever. Um, An apprenticeship can, you know, open up so many career prospects instantly, um, which is what happened with myself. I was only at ITN as an apprentice for um, several months out of the 18 that I was there. By the end of the year, I was offered um, a job as an assistant news editor for me to be able to go into straight off the back of my apprenticeship as soon as I'd finished it. There are so many more pros than cons to apprenticeships. 
and please please always consider it it's totally worth it it's actually without sounding too cheesy changed my life really that was Eleanor Gregory there, Assistant News Editor at ITV. Well, thank you so much to Eleanor, to Mark and to Pepe. And thank you to you for listening to this episode of All About Apprenticeships. If you want to get in touch to have your say on anything we've been talking about today, you can find the Home Surf Foundation on Twitter at HSV underscore foundation. Just use the hashtag All About Apprenticeships. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please do leave a rating and hit subscribe. It helps other people find us. 